Economic Research Project, the only podcast that provides doctors access to earnings and savings management and plans for financial independence and personal significance. For doctors interested in participating in the research project, go to onefinancialaw.wordpress.com and fill out a contact form to begin preventing doctors' losses to unnecessary income taxes and risk investment instruments. Today, we're going to be talking about how doctors prioritize the career earnings for lifestyle costs and tax losses towards financial independence. The raw materials doctors have to work with to achieve their financial independence is the doctor's career earnings. We're looking for their net career earnings. So let's start off with a little economic education. Gross is what you collect as a business in total. And after you take out the cost of run and operating, that's your net. And the net career earnings are what doctors have to work with if they have control over their employer. For example, if a doctor earns $100,000 of net pre-tax practice income a year, for 20 years, the doctors will have $2 million of career earnings available to use to fix their lifestyle costs and to achieve financial independence and to achieve the second economic goal of personal significance. So financial independence is guaranteed life income equal to lifestyle costs. Personal significance is when you can give something to someone else. Now the first losses of the doctor's career earnings are to spending for lifestyle costs and to the taxes on the earnings spent for lifestyle costs. Thus, the starting point for a doctor to achieve their financial independence is to earn more than they spend. Financial independence is guaranteed life income equal to lifestyle costs. So a doctor's planning starts at point A when they earn more than they spend. Doctors who don't earn more than they spend are to the left of point A, and they're still stuck in the no-progress mode of inertia. And that's a big difference. This is the difference between productive doctors and non-productive doctors. Doctors who earn more than they spend are productive, and thus they have surplus earnings to begin planning, to begin earnings and savings and endowment management. Now this is a sophisticated concept. Well, easy to grasp is easier said than done. It's very challenging. To be on an economic cycle, a doctor must earn more than they spend to end up with surplus. It's with this surplus that you can use for earnings management. It doesn't matter how much the doctors earn. If a doctor earns $100,000 and they spend $30,000 a year, they have $70,000 of surplus earnings. However, it's also possible for a doctor earns the same $100,000 a year, but spends $120,000 a year, so they have a $20,000 deficit. Thus, it doesn't just matter how much a doctor earns, a doctor needs to earn more than they spend. There are earnings for lifestyle costs, and then there are your surplus earnings. In order to be in the planning starting point, doctors need to earn more than they spend. So findings of the Doctors' Economic Research Project identified essential problem 
prevented doctors from achieving financial independence. The losses of their earnings to unnecessary income taxes. Doctors experience tax losses on their lifestyle costs. In a 40% combined income tax bracket, productive doctors must earn $1.67 for every dollar spent on lifestyle costs. For example, when you go to a movie, the cost of the ticket isn't just the $10 you pay for a ticket, you have to earn $16.70 and lose $6.70 to income taxes to have the $10 to buy the ticket. Every time you go to the movie, keep in mind, you're taking a senator, a congressman, or an IRS agent that you don't even know to the movies. That's silent partner. When you buy your popcorn, you also buy popcorn for your guest. When you buy your slushie, that's a large one, you buy a, a little slushie, that's two-thirds of size for your silent partner. When you go on vacation trips, your tax partner gets paid. Every time you buy something such as your shoes, you buy a pair for your partner. Very rarely, almost never, will your partners ever give you a thank you letter. So the overflowing buckets model was developed from research project findings to demonstrate the priority allocation of pre-tax earnings. Earnings flow first to bucket one, basic needs, Bucket two, financial stability. To bucket three, quality of life. To bucket four, financial independence. To bucket five, personal significance. So let's break down each bucket. Bucket one, basic needs. Basic needs are food, shelter, clothing, your rent, your transportation costs. All these are your basic needs. And any earnings overflowing, bucket one, flow down to bucket two, the financial stability. This is when we'd like to have three months living expenses saved up so you have the freedom to do what you need to do in case anything comes up. If you need to go to a new job, if you need to move, three months of living expenses will certainly help you out. And you also need protection from catastrophic losses such as critical, chronic, and terminal illness. And that's where bucket two is for. And once bucket two is filled, Surplus earnings overflow down to a bucket three, the quality of life bucket. Now this is the fun bucket where a lot of doctors spend a lot of their time. Because in this quality of life, you buy your homes, your homeownerships, your vacations, maybe a luxury car. Now there's a problem. Remember, the tax cost on your earnings. You need to earn $1.67 in order to have a dollar to spend in a 40% tax bracket. And this tax cost on your earnings is on everything in bucket one and bucket three. And unless you know how to leverage to protect yourself from critical chronic and terminal illness, it's in bucket two too. So, some doctors never reach financial independence because their tax cost is so high in bucket three that they have to keep working their whole lives. Some would say doctors die in bucket three quite happy because they reach financial independence that they do die. However, some doctors have a small bucket three, and they have a smaller tax cost on their lifestyle. They don't need to buy a boat or a plane, and they work hard during their 20 years and save without losing to necessary income taxes and to necessary risk. And they also know how to leverage their human economic value, so they have overflowing surplus. Uh, 
once bucket three is full of them, the surplus earnings have overflowed down to bucket four financial independence. That's guaranteed life income that equals lifestyle costs. And once bucket four is full of ever, the surplus life income that exceeds lifestyle costs flows down to bucket five personal significance. And personal significance is the second major planning objective of a doctor's economic life. Personal significance is achieved by giving something to sell your time, your surplus earnings, or your surplus savings. This leads us to the three planning principles. Principle number one, don't lose your earnings to necessary income taxes. Principle number two, don't lose your earnings to catastrophic loss. And principle number three, don't lose your savings to unnecessary risk. Principle number one, don't lose your earnings to unnecessary income taxes. Maximize the efficiency, control, and safety of the conversion of your earnings to savings in the capital accumulation phase of the doctor's economic life cycle. By putting pre-tax earnings into defined benefit qualified retirement plans, you prevent the losses of earnings to unnecessary income taxes. The ability to use pre-tax earnings is a 40% increase. Instead of investing with a dollar, you invest with your sixty-seven. And most doctors have ability to use your dollar sixty-sevens, and it's a million-dollar difference down the line twenty years later. Would a doctor rather save a dollar sixty-seven or a dollar? Dollar sixty-seven, of course, because there's more of them. And tax code sections four hundred one allows you to do that. Principle number two: Don't lose your earnings to catastrophic losses. Maximize the efficiency, control, and safety of the conversion of your savings to protection against catastrophic losses in the capital distribution phase of a doctor's economic life cycle. Financial stability requires you to have some sort of protection of your human economic value, and there's financial instruments available where doctors can put their money in to leverage their human economic value by protecting themselves against critical, chronic, or terminal illness, while at the same time accumulating. Guaranteed life income, and if for some reason the doctor doesn't need the protection, then at normal retirement age of 65, they can receive $50,000 tax-free income each year for life. And these savings instruments are guaranteed by state-regulated liquid legal reserves of life insurance companies that maximizes efficiency, control, and safety. These provides guaranteed life income on existing savings. Can never outlive your monthly income payments. Banks don't provide that protection, and stocks don't provide that protection. Principle number three: Don't lose your savings to unnecessary risk of principal investment instruments. Brokerage houses, stockbrokers, and registered representatives provide investors access to risk of principal stock and bond mutual funds, risk of principal insurance company financial instruments. As variables, and I may not be making any friends here, but losses are hard to recover. Periodic losses of principal destroys the efficiency of compound interest. This is the risk of principal concept. If I start with one hundred dollars and I lose fifty percent, I have fifty dollars. Now, if I gain fifty percent, I merely have seventy-five dollars. Although my average rate of return is zero. I do not have the same principle I started with, and even if your advisor tells you, "Hey, great news! You have 50% growth," 
this is not the same as having $150. So don't lose your principal. That's what A-Rod said. His number one rule of investing was on Shark Tank. The way growth occurs, like in sports, is you put in a little bit of deliberate work daily, monthly, and then that little bit of deliberate work continues to grow, and it compounds. Growth doesn't occur by putting in work, growing, and stopping, getting bad, and putting in work again to get back to a normal rate. Doctors work too hard for their money to risk it. The only doctors that should play around with risk are the 65, 70-year-old doctors with no chance of retirement any other way. They are forced to play with risk because they have nothing to lose, either way. But a young doctor who is 39 and making a million dollars is too young to invest in risk and should allow the efficiency of compound inches growth to take over. Money doubles every 10 years at 7.2%. That's compound interest. The percentage gains that are required to recover percentage losses are not equal. For example, if a productive individual with $100,000 of savings loses 25% of his or her savings, only $75,000 remain. A 33% gain is then required to recover the 25% losses. And this table below shows the percentage gains required to offset percentage losses. These gains required to recover losses become increasingly more difficult as the magnitude of the losses increase. If you lose 10%, you need 5.26%. If you lose 10%, you need 11.11%. If you lose 25%, you need 33.33% gain required to capture the loss. If you lose 50%, you need 100% gain required to capture the loss. So how to participate? Our podcast programs contribute to the solution of social and economic problems that are currently facing both productive individuals such as business owners and doctors, and to non-profit organizations to provide the current infrastructure of society. The problems of the lack of retirement savings in America, the Social Security, Medicare deficits, the population living longer and sicker, and the longer, and the lack of endowment funding for 501c3 nonprofit organizations all urgently demand solutions. We provide doctors access to planning programs to prevent unnecessary losses and multiply savings to create guaranteed lifing that equals or exceeds their lifestyle costs. Begin earning, savings, and endowment management. Participants feel better and become more productive as a result of knowing that they have a safe, efficient plan that they can control that will enable them to become financially independent and personally significant. Enter your email on onefinancialaw.wordpress.com. Also find us on iTunes, Podcast, SoundCloud, Instagram, and of course YouTube. Under Business Owners Planning Podcast and Millennials Planning Podcast.